This is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Albert Lalonde provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Own Your Retirement with Albert Lalonde. Hello, and welcome back to Own Your Retirement. My name is Albert Lalonde from Kaizen Financial Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 586-752-7008 or visit us online at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com. And while at my website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, in terms of COVID-19, society is in a much better place than it was 18 months or two years ago. However, we're still seeing its impact with regard to things like air travel and mass requirements, um, basically in some public places. For many of us, life during COVID is very different than life before COVID. But what if life during COVID turns out to be something of a practice run for how some parts of your life will look during retirement? At first blush, that might be an outlandish question, but during today's episode, we're going to break it down in a way that I think will be pretty eye-opening. But before we take off our mask and discover how retirement may look a little like life during COVID, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's been a voice of both reason <laughs> and fun throughout the pandemic. Hey, Tony. Well, yeah, it's been uh, it's been great to be able to do the show with you every week here, Albert. Thanks for having me on once again. And, you know, we talk about a lot of interesting things on the show, uh, and that's fun. Uh, I have fun and I learn a lot too, and hopefully our listeners do as well. I've had a great week this past weekend. My son got married, and we're so so proud of him. Wow. And uh, and so we have uh, a beautiful new daughter-in-law. So we're excited about that. Now, how about you? You've been busy, right? Yeah, you know, just busy with uh, uh, trying to get through this uh, spring, so-called. So uh, hopefully spring can be here, but yeah. Nothing too too exciting, just house chores before summer Sure. Comes. You're excited about baseball <laughs> season, right? Oh, that for sure. We have opening day this uh, today, actually, or this week. Um, and so uh, I'm pretty excited. Let's just make sure there's no snow this year. Yeah. But, you know, if it is, it yeah. is. <laughs> well, that's true. That's true. You never know. Winter sometimes hangs on for us. But I have to admit, during the opening there, you threw me a curveball because, you know, life during <laughs> COVID-19 may have some similarities to life during retirement is what you're saying. So I'm not sure where you're going with this one, but I'm excited <laughs> to find out. Well, trust me, Tony, <clears throat> this is a great topic and it's all going to make perfect sense. In fact, a Kiplinger article, six ways the pandemic has been a dress rehearsal for retirement and how you can take advantage uh, will help us nicely frame today's topic. So 
Let's begin. As the article notes, the last roughly 18 months to two years have left many of us dealing with the temporary closures of restaurants, bars, stores, and so many other parts of our daily lives that we've long taken for granted. Now, personally, I know there have been times when my head has been spinning as I try to make sense of it all. Well, yeah, I'm right there with you on that one, Albert. So what's the first way COVID-19 shutdowns have shown us what retirement might be like? Well, you know, just like you needed a plan to fill some of the unexpected time that pandemic shutdowns have given you, it's likely to be much the same after you leave work for the last time. Luckily, you have nearly endless options from streaming services to that novel you've always wanted to read to learning to become maybe even a gourmet cook. Whatever you want to do, a plan is essential. Now, while you're still working, the idea of day after day with nothing on the calendar may sound fabulous, but after your retirement, boredom is possible. I mean, look at it this way. 40 hours a week for 40 years is a lot of structured time. During those hours, you knew what what you'd be doing, basically, and how you'd be doing it when you'd be doing it. Finding constructive ways to fill all that new time may not sound important, but it's ultimately a major part of a successful retirement strategy. Well, of course it is. And a a little quick math tells me that a typical 40-year career is going to equate to roughly 75,000 hours. And uh, while your retirement probably won't be that long, you're still going to have a lot of time to fill, aren't you? Oh, for sure. And and just like COVID meant many of us were spending more time with our spouse than we probably ever have, retirement also means you and your spouse won't have several hours a day in which you're free to do your own thing. Uh, No matter how much you and your spouse love one another, the reality is all that togetherness can bring stress. Uh, In fact, the article notes that during the pandemic, divorce rates spiked and 31% of couples said the lockdown has permanently damaged the relationship. Now, with that in mind, if you're retiring with a spouse or partner, it's essential to not only have a financial strategy that you agree on, but to also have a lifestyle strategy that you also agree on. You know, devise ways to enjoy your time together but also devise some ways each of you can have fun on your own. Yeah, there you go. I like that. No matter how solid your relationship is, there's nothing wrong with a little alone time. You and I were just talking about that. My wife is taking our youngest daughter on a trip, and my two oldest are are gone. My son got married, and my other daughter's at college. So I'm going to have about four days, five days home alone. (laughs) I I don't know if I'm going to know what to do with myself. Of course, my wife left me this huge, long list. Of course. She wants to make sure you stay busy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I tell you, the next piece of advice, focus more on needs, not wants. You know, really strikes home with me as a financial service professional. You know, during the pandemic, you likely use, you know, less gas, bought fewer clothes, and cooked far more often in your own kitchen. And life was still pretty good, right? Well, as you move into retirement, remember to give a lot of thought to what you truly need. Yeah, that's true. You got to think about these things, uh, you know, and I've definitely talked to people, family or friends who've been struck by the fact that they've enjoyed elements of our simplified lives during the pandemic. I mean, there were some folks out there who 
it's like, wow, I could get used to this. Right, right. Um, in fact, you know, another thing the pandemic and retirement have in common is the need to have some cash in reserve for emergencies. I mean, shoot for enough savings to cover up to six months of expenses. That way, when unexpected expenses pop up, you won't have to rely on credit cards or loans. Hmm. Well, yeah, you don't want to you don't want to run up uh, credit. You don't want to go in debt. That's for sure, especially mm-hmm. with credit cards. And regular listeners of our program know that you're a big believer in having emergency funds. Oh, for sure. Absolutely, Tony. Um, Now, during the pandemic, if you were, let's say, furloughed, unemployed, or a business owner sweating things out, you probably spent a lot of time crunching your financial numbers, looking for potential adjustments that may make your life a little easier. Well, it's much the same during retirement. Even if you have a good balance of savings, investments, retirement accounts, and Social Security, you'll still need to frequently calculate what you have against the things you like to do during retirement. Good point. Now, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because really what you need is a plan in place to deal with all this and deal with your finances and what you're going to do. So, how can they get a hold of you to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation? You know, listeners can visit my website at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or you could call my office at 586-752-7008 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about your path to retirement. Awesome. That sounds great. And, you know, it is the season of the tax man. And that means Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of anxiety for a lot of people regarding taxes out there. I know you wanted to talk about this uh, a little bit. Uh, You know, doing your taxes is like going to the doctor for a shot. It's usually worse (laughs) in your imagination than it is in reality, right? Most times it is, you know. Um, In fact, let's focus our conversation on people who are retired or fairly close to it. Uh, U.S. News and World Report article, 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50, has some advice. First and foremost, once you hit the big 5-0, and especially after you turn 65, you're eligible for a number of tax breaks. Older workers can take a larger standard deduction and can also make more money before they even have to file a return. Additionally, workers older than 50 may also defer or even avoid taxes on more money using retirement and health savings accounts. Well, there you go. And that's that's really, really interesting because you know, people don't always have a good idea of what their taxes are going to look like in the future. A lot of people just look back. Um, in addition to all that hard-won wisdom that comes with age, we also get some extra tax breaks, though. That That's the good news. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's first focus on that bigger standard deduction for folks who are 65 and older. As long as you don't itemize your deductions, you may be able to claim a bigger standard deduction if you and your spouse are both 65 and older. Currently, the standard deduction for those 65 and older is $1,700 bigger than the deduction for folks younger than 65 who file as individuals. Now, married couples can bump up their standard deduction by $1,350 if one half of the couple is at least 65 and $2,700 if both parts of the couples are at least 65. Also note that if you or your spouse is blind, you may also qualify for a larger standard deduction. Really? Okay. Uh, that's 
that is interesting. So now, obviously, um, a larger standard deduction is going to be a big deal. It's a really big deal, and it's likely that uh, something could, you know, like that will make a big financial difference for people who are 65 and older in retirement. I com- I completely agree, Tony. Um, I mean, it's they need every help they can get. Next, older folks may be able to earn more income than younger workers before they're required to complete a tax return. Specifically, for the 2021 tax year, those 65 and older can earn a gross income of as much as $14,250 before they must file a tax return, which again is $1,700 more than their younger counterparts. The tax filing season is 20, or ceiling, I should say ceiling, is 27800 for couples as long as both parts of the couple are 65 or older. If only one part of the couple is 65 or older, the threshold is $26,450 versus $25,100 for younger married couples. Yes, as the article notes, those falling below the filing ceiling may still want to send in a tax return so that they qualify for various tax credits or a refund on withheld income tax. Ah, Okay. Uh, that, that makes sense. And I think your last point about sending in a tax return, even if you don't have to, in order to qualify for tax credits, that's really essential. For sure. And, and property tax breaks are another significant consideration, Tony. You know, while property tax rules are often uh, vastly different from state to state and municipality to municipality, in some locations, those older than a certain age who also earn less than a specific income level may qualify for property tax or school tax deferrals or even exemptions. For example, in Texas, homeowners who are 65 or older qualify for a $10,000 homestead exemption on school district taxes. That's in addition to the $25,000 exemption that all homeowners receive, as well as additional exemptions that some local governments may provide to older residents. Now, it may be well worth your time to study up on property tax rules and exemptions in your community, but be, but be, be aware that in certain cases, you may be required to fill out additional forms or an application before you can request a property tax exemption. Ah, okay. Sometimes a little extra research can keep a nice chunk of money in your bank account is what you're saying, Albert. <laughs> Definitely. Now, next, you should be aware of a tax credit for the elderly or disabled. If you or your spouse are at least 65 and you're lower income, you may be able to claim a tax credit for seniors. Those retirees who qualify may be able to reduce their tax burden by utilizing this credit. Now, your adjusted gross income must be below $17,500 or $25,000 if both spouses are 65 or older and your non-taxable Social Security and pension income must be below $5,000 or $7,500 for couples to qualify for this credit. If only one spouse is eligible for the credit, that adjusted gross income ceiling is $20,000. Additionally, younger folks who are permanently disabled may also qualify for this credit. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Uh, This is another one that seems like a really big deal. And I guess if you're a lower income retiree, it seems clear that this kind of tax credit could have a really big impact on your financial bottom line. For sure. You know, 
Now, next, it's important to be aware of the additional IRA deduction. You know, older people may be able to defer uh, paying income tax on more money than younger folks by kicking money into an individual retirement account. Those 50 and older can add an additional $1,000 into an IRA for a total of $7,000 in 2022. Now, a worker who is at least 50 who's in the 24% tax bracket who maxes out their IRA would save about $1,680 on their current tax bill, which is $240 more than the max possible tax break of $1,440 for a younger retirement saver who's in the identical tax bracket. Now, seniors with low or moderate incomes who contribute to a retirement account may also qualify for the saver's tax credit as well. Wow. Thanks for that. I think that's really important. Now, at the top of the show, you were talking about ways COVID-19 changed our lifestyle, and uh, maybe that was a dress rehearsal for retirement. And then you wanted to look at some potential tax breaks for people who are over 50. What do you have for us next? Well, let's stick with the U.S. News and World Report article, 10 Tax Breaks for People Over 50. Um, in fact, the next point the article emphasizes is 401k catch-up contributions. Now, older workers with 401k plans may be entitled to make catch-up contributions. Folks 50 and older can defer paying income tax on $6,500 more than younger workers if they kick money into a 401k plan for a total of $27,000 in 2022. Now, an older worker who's in the 24% tax bracket who makes uh, who maxes out their 401k could save as much as $6,480 on their current tax bill, which is $1,560 more than a younger worker who's in the same tax bracket. Also recall that income tax on this money isn't due until you withdraw it. Okay. I'm sure a lot of ears perked up with this one because, as you know, 401ks are popular and they seem to be an essential retirement strategy for so many people. Yes. And you know what? Older workers uh, are also no longer subject to early withdrawal penalties. So younger workers who dip into the retirement accounts are, well, basically slapped with a 10% early withdrawal penalty unless the money is used only for a short list of very specific purposes. But once you turn 59 and a half, you can withdraw money from your IRA for any reason without facing that 10% penalty tax. And if you leave your job at 55 or older, you can begin penalty-free 401k distributions from the account that's linked to the job you most recently left. Be aware, though, that income tax will be due on withdrawals from traditional retirement accounts, regardless of your age. Oh, that's a good reminder. I guess we should never forget about the folks at the IRS. We don't want them knocking <laughs> at our door, right? For, for sure. Now, let's take a look at qualified charitable distributions. Generally, retire, retirees are required to withdraw money from traditional retirement accounts and pay the subsequent tax bill. But if you don't need the money, you can avoid income tax on IRA withdrawals if you make a qualified charitable distribution. So folks who are 70 and a half or older who transfer any amount of, well, up to $100,000 directly from their IRA to a qualified charity won't owe any taxes on that transaction. Really? And that, that sounds like a terrific option then for people who have a cause or an organization that they're passionate about. 
I mean, you've talked about this on previous shows, you know, the importance of legacy planning and a legacy Mm -hmm. plan to help our loved ones. Uh, We don't want to leave them in a bad situation, but I guess that same logic can apply to causes and organizations that we care about as well. Oh, I completely agree, Tony. Uh, In fact, uh, older workers uh, may be in a position to also benefit uh, from a higher uh, HSA contribution limit. That's health savings accounts. Uh, Those with high deductible health plans may be able to claim a tax deduction on their contributions to that health savings account. Now, distributions from these accounts are tax-free when they're used to pay for qualifying medical expenses. Folks who are 55 or older by the end of the tax year may be eligible to kick in up to $4,650 to a health savings account in 2022, which is $1,000 more than your younger colleagues. But note that once you enroll in Medicare, you can no longer contribute money to an HSA. Okay. You know, we get older, as we get older, we need more and more health care services. And I guess that extra $1,000 uh, contributing that to an HSA would be really valuable then. Oh, uh, for, for sure. And older folks should also note that they may be able to get help filing their taxes without having to worry about paying the typical fees for those services. Uh, in fact, the tax counseling for the elderly program offers free uh, tax assistance to folks who are 60 and older. And the program is far more than a phone call or email in which, you know, an anonymous person answers a couple of your questions. IRS certified volunteers work with older taxpayers on basic tax returns prep and electronic filing between January 1st and April 15th each year. The program specializes in tax issues that are often specific to older Americans, including tax questions about pensions and retirement benefits. Yeah, I think potential tax breaks for people 50 and older is really important uh, for a number of our listeners out there, obviously. So recap the information for us that we need to know here. No, I'd be happy to, Tony. The 10 tax breaks for people older than 50 that the U.S. News and World Report touts includes, one, a bigger standard deduction, a higher tax filing ceiling, potential breaks on property taxes, four, a tax credit for the elderly and disabled, an additional IRS deduction, the 401k catch-up contribution, the end of early withdrawal penalties, Seven, qualified charitable contributions, or I was eight, sorry, a higher HSA contribution, and lastly, free tax help from the IRS. All good to know. Yes, and let me add that when it comes to taxes and your overall financial strategy, I urge you strongly to work very closely with both a financial services professional and a tax professional. Working with that combo can help you feel more confident about not only your financial and tax strategies, but your future retirement as well. Yeah. Obviously, you don't want to go it alone. You want to work with a trusted financial services professional like yourself, Albert. And uh, this has been a great show, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? You know, if you have, excuse me, questions or concerns about taxes and your financial strategy, I encourage you visit my website, at www.kaizenfinancialgroup.com or call my office at 586-752-7008. It's our goal to help you prepare for retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, thank you, Albert. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Own Your Retirement with our host, Albert Lalonde. 
Have a great week, guys. Thank you for listening to Own Your Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Albert Lalonde at Kaizen Financial Group. Call 586-752-7008 or visit them online at kaizenfinancialgroup.com. Advisory services offered through Kaizen Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services are offered through Kaizen Financial Group LLC, an affiliated company. Albert Lalonde and Kaizen Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.